This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Hey, welcome to the War Room. Ken, it's gl- I'm glad to have you on, another veteran. Anytime I get that opportunity, that's like shitting in high cotton, baby. So <laughs> great, great to have you. Uh great to have you on the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I know you, you got a lot going on today. You said before we got started, you had a lot going on today, traveling back in and so on and so forth. So, so it's a privilege for me to uh, be able to get you on the show today. And, you know, the idea is here, we drop some good truth bombs on people, right. And, and that they, they get to learn something from you about their business and, uh, some of those arrows you maybe took in the back along your way in your journey. So we can prevent that. I'm sure you got a bucket full like me. <laughs> uh, I, I got a truckload full. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's all good. It's all part of the learning experience and making things better and teaching people along the way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Hey, I like to start off um, by kind of understanding where you came from. Right. So you know, did you grow up in a family of entrepreneurs, business owners, creatives? What did that look like for you growing up? Um, well, my dad was a chemical engineer for mm. like Lockheed Martin uh, Marietta and uh, did a lot of work on the Apollo missions. He was very humble about his about his work and so forth. And, you know, he was a Golden Gloves boxer in New York City. So. Uh, I, I think my grandfather and both my grandfathers were more entrepreneurial in that aspect. Uh, my grandfather, both of them on both sides, I mean, had grocery stores in New York City and had apartment complexes. So that, that, that's really entrepreneurial. And my my mother's father, very, very entrepreneurial as well, had a big farm in uh, Slovakia. Uh, unfortunately, lost it all after World War II with after the Russians took over. But uh, always entrepreneurial, looking for things to do, and you know what can better people in the world as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so how did that? Uh, I mean, did that affect your decision going through life to to win? Because you were in the Navy, right? I won't hold that against you, by the way. <laughs> never again, yeah. vo- never again, volunteer yourself, right? I would actually jump back in and go, but you know, I'm kind of, but you know, you take that oath, you never, you never diminish that. Yeah. oath. So, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm re- locked and loaded, ready to go. Uh, entrepreneur, uh, you know, as a, you know, getting a paper route, the Boston globe, which was crazy, mm. you know, getting up at five in the morning sure. and, you know, then driving around, you know, walking around in the snow during the winters up in New Hampshire, then more of a, the, I got the Nashua telegraph. And, uh, what I did was split the route with my brother. So we kind of had enough papers, but not too many to overwhelm us from there. You know, I, I had, uh, some of my paper route customers, can you shovel my driveway? Can you mow my lawn? Can you rake my leaves? And this is kind of the start of things. So I was always looking to make the extra money so I could buy new skis or buy something. And uh, all through my life, uh, you kind of try to find these ideas 
how it can benefit other people just beside yourself. Um, mm-hmm. e- even with my current product, you know, over took me probably a year to really pull the trigger on it, making different prototypes out of paper and cardboard than some PVC material. But um, th- then I just hear the voice, you know, hey, from my dad, just like, just go do it. Just go do it. So you go out to meet different manufacturers. And, and it was hard. I wanted to work with manufacturers who were veterans. Mm. Want to do any my business. If I'm going to do produce this product, I just want to work with veterans because I know I could trust them. Um, they're they're my brothers. They're my brothers in arms. Um, right. So needless to say, uh, I was fortunate enough. I found a manufacturer. He's three miles from my house. He's although he's Army and 82nd Airborne. So I gave it a little leeway. But he, he's like ex, he's like extended family. I could walk sure. into his warehouse and. I was just there this morning, boxing up, boxing up the grass holes. And um, so it's a, it's a great relationship. It's a great relationship. Yeah. Those are the but best, I, best kind too, right? A- absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. So we're always looking for each other. He has his own products besides manufacturing mine and several others. So as I work through distributors and wholesalers that, Hey, let me vet these people, see how they work, and maybe bring your product as the next product to it. And who else's product can we bring? Now, with my Grasshole Corporation, you know, there's there's a lot of veteran organizations I support locally around town. 941 Vets, SRQ Vets, uh, the Veteran Ranch, which I'm a board member of. Then there's other... The Heal Corp, which is one of my 501c3s, it's more of a humanitarian group. We're actually on the ground in Ukraine uh, providing humanitarian and medical assistance for those people there, Uh, as well as I'm a big supporter of the Joey Powers Leukemia Project, which is their big events coming up next weekend, February 11th. Um, Joey was... Good, very good friends with my daughter, and uh, he lost his battle to leukemia. So, mm. in memories of this, we kind of do this, and it's been going on. I think this is the twelfth year. Wow. So we have we have about sixty lacrosse teams come in and they play. We raise money, and what we do is we we they go and pay like uh, whether it's your electric bill, gas to get to all children's hospital, which is the big hospital down here in the the Sarasota Tampa mm-hmm. area. Sure. And actually my daughter has spun around full 360 and she's actually a nurse at All Children's. Oh wow. So yeah, she works in the CDH department which is the one of the only ones in this country that takes care of that specific th- uh problem with babies. Right. Yeah, that's amazing, man. God, you got you got a lot of stuff going on. It's, I look, feel like I'm looking at myself. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know, uh, it, it's it's all about giving back to the community. I mean, I, I'm trying to support yeah. these things, and the more products I can sell, the more of these uh, uh, venture or organizations I can support. Yeah, yeah. The beaut- you know, I I truly do believe that, like, you know giving is always reciprocal right so the you know <laughs> you give and receive you give and receive and i i'm a big believer too in giving in silence right so um yes my 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 grand my grandfather uh you know we didn't even know for years 
that he was given to some orphanage for years and years and years. And then uh, my father got a call and said, um, after he had passed away and he said, your father's given, you know, millions of dollars to this. And he was our senior board member. Would you like to sit on the board and take his place? And nobody even knew it. (laughs) Those are some hard, those are some hard shoes to fill, you know? And it's just like, wow, you know, but, but so I've always kind of, I've always loved that idea of like given silence. Right. And don't, don't have any expectation of anything back. And that's what I do for homes for heroes. All of our book sales go to homes for heroes. Um, And we don't ask for any recognition back, nothing. It's just, we just love to do that. And, That's awesome. Thank you for doing yeah, that. Yeah. Very and, much appreciated. And, and, but you know what though, you know, we run businesses to support our family. I always say, you know, your business should support your, your life plan. Right. But within your life plan is all of those other things. Right. So, yes, sir. So, so, so it's a beautiful thing to be able to do that for sure. Um, well, like you say, you reap what you sow. And you may not receive it in this lifetime. It may be afterwards. Yeah, maybe you'll come back as a cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, what, what would you like to be if you had to come back as another creature? What do you think? That's a good question. Um, I don't know if it, if it couldn't be a human. What, if it animal? could be, yes. Yeah. Um, Boy, I don't know. That's a hard one to answer. It'd have to be something really big. <laughs> like like a like, whale? <laughs> yeah, like a, like a whale or an elephant. Something that nobody wants I, I think, I think a, do- a dolphin would be to. kind of cool, but, the, you know, uh, a dolphin or uh, maybe even like a bald eagle, something uh, like that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'd be more on, I'm more thinking on the predatorial scale. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you want to be a mountain lion, right? (laughs) But what animal doesn't get killed too much by other animals? An elephant. Well, they only have to worry about humans, right? (laughs) right. That's right. Elephants can't shoot back. (laughs) That's true. Well, neither can mountain lions. (laughs) No, they can't, but they're, they're pretty stealth. Which I I think a cool animal is kind of like that snow leopard. Very, oh yeah, that is cool for sure. Yeah, that is cool for sure. Oh man, how did we get off on that? (laughs) (laughs) It's all, it's it's all good. It's all good. Oh yeah, geez, that's. I mean, that's why, that's why I love doing this kind of stuff because you know what. I don't follow a script. I don't care about scripts. I just, I love conversations. Right. And, and, and it's important as, you know, not just as business owners, but as people to just like be able to connect with other people. Right. And it's huge. It's huge. It is. And to get along, it's pick and choose your battles. And it's like, why do I need to fight? Why don't we make it so everybody wins? Mm-hmm. you could really make life a win-win situation and you don't have to be greedy about it yeah. at all. I mean, what I make on my grass, so, you know, my sales did go up 250% last year. <laughs> I, I haven't taken a paycheck yet. All my money went back into the company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, let's buy this. Let's buy more plastic. Let's, let's build us 
steel mold because the aluminum mold is starting to go. Um, and, and just expanding into the distributorship levels and so forth. It, it, it's a hard nut to crack. And um, people re don't realize sometimes you really got to drop your price. If your retail price is $65, these distributors only want to pay 50% of that. Yeah. So then you got to look, am I making what's my, then what's my gross profit margin at this point? Is my cost too high to produce this? If so, why is that? Am I not producing enough volume? And there's, this is my struggle. I can't afford to go buy 20,000 pounds of uh, ABS plastic right now. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, a pound of plastic went from $1.65 to $3. It's like, well, thank you, Mr. President, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, plastic's made out of, obviously, petroleum-based products. Um, right. And to buy, you know, 20 Gaylords, I mean, it, it's not cheap. So, But I can get a discount. But the other time, so I get 50 cents off a pound. It is I really need to be down at $2, not at 3 But, you know, it, it's just... It's just a timing thing. So hopefully gas prices will go down. Um, but we gotta go, we gotta go tap those oil wells yeah, and open up yeah. those pipelines is really all I could say. And not selling our stuff to another are selling our reserves to other countries. I I don't get that, but yeah, right. maybe I got Polak written across my forehead <laughs> because I just don't get it at all. And <laughs> e even releasing these reserves to the American people, it, it really doesn't serve any purpose whatsoever. It's it's well, it makes no impact anyway. Zero. And people no think impact. and people think it makes an impact. No, yeah. it doesn't. You got to yeah. produce more. I don't know how we went from being 100 percent independent to now being dependent again it's like no, no. i don't know let's, we'll a, get off that so that's, that's we'll, a whole nother story <laughs> let's get off that soapbox that's a that's a whole nother conversation but like i said but, it's god god family country yeah, yeah. we'll leave it at that yeah but i will say though that um what we you were talking about leading up into that manufacturing prices and and cost of goods and all that if you rewind that, the audience, right? Rewind that and just listen to that little piece again, because there was a lot of shit to learn from what he just said. So I'm marking that little piece as rewind that and listen to what he was talking about there, because it's really uh, important. Yeah, my price per box, I sell in boxes of 10. Mm -hmm. I went from 4999 as prices went up, I went to 54, I went to 59, I went to 64, up to $68 a box for 10. So, you know, you're talking right. $6.88, $6.80 a piece, which is a lot. So uh, I, I've tuned it back. I, I Now it's $64.98, and I'll live with that for the time being, unless the prices of gas go through the roof. But you got to understand what it costs to build that product. And you got to calculate in those soft costs, mm. your time, your energy, your car, all of this. And people just look at, okay, what does it take to make this? All right. I know what it takes to make this. Now add the soft costs. What's your admin costs on top of that? Admin costs should be about 10%. Mm -hmm. As high as 14, if you're at 14%, your admin costs are a little too high. Yeah. Um, being that I'm not paying anybody, I really don't have any admin costs. 
but I right. do, what I've done is I don't, do not have any employees. I, I subcontract out everything. Uh, my illustrator, he's a good friend of mine. He helps me box up these things. I just give him pay him by the hour. Okay, Pete, here you go. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah. He's not an employee. I just can't afford to have an employee. Right. And, and, and the problem is, you know, the payroll taxes, the insurances, the workers comp for that employee. Uh, it's easier to have contract people or subcontractors that they have their right. own liability. You get hurt. I'm, I'm not responsible for it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But well, along the way, yeah, along the way, oh, go ahead. I'll let you go. No, I was just going to say, you know, and, and, and that's slowly <laughs> like California. You can't even do that in California anymore. The whole no. contractor thing that's gone. You can't do it. I know several businesses out in California that they're like, we, we have to hire W2 employees because contract, the, the contract thing is, it's not just California. There's several other states, but mm -hmm. apparently it's it's making its way across the states now. And well, it's going to be gotta, can't even think of what the 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 cause and effect from that is going to be huge. Well, the IRS rules. I'm a bean counter. I've worked for the big five in and out of mm -hmm. public accounting, private accounting, not for profits. Uh, the bottom line is the IRS rule. If you don't control their hours, then they're not an employee. Yeah. Hey, let me know when you come to work and box up these things. Can you come at or, you know, when you're available? All right, come in and box. I'm not setting any standard hours that they have to be there. Mm. So it's working around their time. So right. unless There's... the state, unless the state's mandating something, right. um, maybe California is, but uh, thank God I'm, I'm happy I live in Florida. <laughs> That's all I could say. I actually wouldn't mind being in Florida right now. It's 21 freaking degrees and snow up here right now. So, <laughs> where, Jason, where are you at? Boulder, Colorado. I live up in the mountains. So, we're so, up but don't you have your snowmobile outside to take you to the store? Well, sure, but it's it's, a, it's still cold. It gets, as old, hell. It, it gets old. It gets old, right? Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in New England, so I, oh, I've been yeah. a I've been yeah. a skier since I was four years old. So right. I, I love the snow, but I can see I'm only there to visit. Then I leave. Right. So it's like yeah. I'm not getting out in the morning and cleaning my windshield with my credit card. <laughs> well, I don't do that either. Remember but, that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, where's where's the ice cream? I don't know, but just give me a credit card. Well, we, there's another one broken. <laughs> we used to use tapes from the tape player in the car. The tape. Oh yeah, the the cassette the, <laughs> the cassette, cassette box. Yeah, then you break those too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's my like, god! Oh crap! There's there's no windshield wiper fluid in my uh, thing. Uh, that was always that was always Jesus. a pita too. You know, yeah. Ken, we're aging each other here. You know, which age comes a lot of it's like a good wine. It becomes more expensive, right? Yeah, that's all true. that all that knowledge yeah. vented up. But you know, as a bean counter, I, I think uh, I, I was able to navigate a few things, but um I fired more I fired more marketing people that I've known in my lifetime. It's like, oh yeah, I'm an expert in this, I'm an expert in that. It's like when I have to babysit the babysitter, and, and this is something you'll learn in business. Don't keep yeah. sinking money into them. They don't know what they're doing and they're not giving you results. It's like you're fired okay. next, next, but you got to vet these people mm -hmm. and build that relationship. 
I, I get constant calls from people overseas. I'm not going to say what particular country, but bombarding me. We can fix your website. We could do this. It's like, you know what? The heck with that. All right, go daddy, fix my SEO. Okay. Here's my contract, 800 bucks for the year. You work on my SEO, you update all the plugins. Now other people want 800 bucks a month, if not, if not more to oversee right. and manage your it's like, what's wrong with you people? It's like, I don't have a, a, a you know, unlimited cash flow here. I got to work on my budget. And mm -hmm. these are the decisions you have to make as a business owner. And sometimes, yeah, I pulled the trigger on that too quick. Oopsie. I'll, next time I'll learn. Uh, you got to know when your product sells, like with mm -hmm. Grassle. I mean, I was flying this thing out the window in the second and third quarter and I'm mass producing, buying more plastic than, than I'm shipping up to Amazon or uh, with my store with Mike Lindell or to this platform. It's like, oh crap, sales just, December's terrible. Except for selling in California, Texas, <laughs> and Florida. I'm not going to be selling any in Boulder, Colorado, which, uh, you know, I have sold in Colorado. Who's, yeah. who's going to buy a grass hole in the middle of the winter? Yeah. You well, know, unless you're going to put it on and either. call it St. Patrick's Day, you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, but man. it does make a good, you know, for your koozie cup, it'll fit right yeah, in because, be. because it, it actually, because it has the same drafts. So in the box, they're stacked. Uh-huh. So that's why I kind of actually during a hurricane, this draft actually keeps them in the ground as well. Oh, okay. Got Unlike it. there, there's other products out there and I'm not going to name names, but I mean, I see these plastic donuts and it's like I say in my video on my website. Uh, yeah. They, these would make good Frisbees in a hurricane because they're made in China. They're probably, you know, they probably use, they're probably worth 10 cents and they turn around and yes. sell for $4. It's like, how do they get away from putting this garbage in front of people and people buy it yeah. i'm just flabbergasted right I, i'm just tired of seeing made in china made in china i could deal with made, maybe made in vietnam or made in canada or some other country <laughs> but you know even on my grass hole i put i put right on the desk it says made in brainton florida it's not just made in the usa made in brainton florida yeah yeah that's a great thing to be able to do too and i think you're seeing a lot more more of that nowadays um you know well, here's the, the actual percentage. Um, God, what is his name? He's another vet, too. He's a, a prior service army guy. Um, Not the Black Rifle Coffee um, Company. No, no. There, he's doing real, Ben there yeah, is doing a fabulous yeah, knockout yeah, job yeah, right. and with his organizations. I think it's called American Made. They do like, uh, they do, uh, you know, like, uh, apparel they're an apparel company okay and it's all made in the united states and they also do like your pens and cups and glasses and stuff okay. like that and he was on fox here i don't know a couple weeks ago and the statistic that he threw out anyway was less than three percent of the products in america that are in the american market are american made that's, I would think that's, that's terrible, man. <laughs> I would actually think it was low. I would actually think it was lower. Yeah. You know, I was listening to the radio today and they, they were talking about meats and uh, I forgot what, what the advertisement was for. But but the announcer goes, you know, even though it says it has that little label uh, with the flag or whatever, uh, the he goes, they, he goes, that 
meat may not even be from the USA. He goes, they're getting away with putting that label on there and uh, basically kind of like false advertising. But, you know, I haven't looked into it. I'm just hearing. Well, I'm just conveying what I heard. Yeah, right. Not that I've looked at I don't want to be held liable. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Just, this is what I heard on the AM radio today while I was driving. It's like, I'm thinking about my meats now. And it's like, well, does Publix, which is the big supermarket, where do they get their meats? Now, I know there, there's a smaller place. It's called Detwallers. It's an Am- Amish place down mm-hmm. here. Several stores. And they've really blown up. I know all their meats come out of Pennsylvania, but uh, which which is a good thing to know. But then again, is are the prices comparable to what other stores are selling to? I mean, it's it's quality stuff. There's no doubt about it. I think think the uh, the IRS or was it COVID? uh, They they were chasing the Amish people and then making try to get jabbed or something. And they Hmm. wouldn't let them produce foods or vegetables or whatever and i don't know that's yeah Uh, there's all kinds. anything's possible these days there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on no doubt about that for sure did you ever get did you ever get the jab Mm -mm. no neither did i I had too many when i was in the uh, military and i think i still have a pro well actually i i really do think and i talked to some of my uh, my shipmates and so forth and Mm -hmm. they kind of all have the same things it's like was it what we got in the military that's really and we don't know the results until 20 30 years later yeah this, this is mm-hmm. what i'd like to see the, these people who got these jabs whether it was i guess maybe the johnson johnson was probably the safest one i've heard but and the other ones they're you know get the jab and get the booster and these people keep getting the boosters but you know what they keep getting covid too it's like yeah, i've never right. got the jab i never got have you gotten covid i haven't nope <laughs> i just eat i just eat more garlic <laughs> i just drink more whiskey <laughs> oh, that, that'll kill it that'll kill anything right? Right. i mean my asshole might fall or my liver <laughs> might fall out of my asshole but hey whatever right <laughs> well, at least you're not coughing it up <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh man well well hey well hey um so if you could impart like a chunk of knowledge on the audience, like here's, here's one of the things that I really learned that doesn't have to necessarily be a mistake, but, but a piece of knowledge of, of a struggle that you had, and then, you know, how, how'd you overcome it? I'm going to say my biggest struggle, I try to actually do the design patent myself. It's like, you know, I, I call the USPTO office. They have assistants there and you could go look up other patents. It's like, okay, this one's not patented. And this is a good idea for whether it's a trademark, a patent, you could actually go to the USPTO office and look those things up to see if somebody already has a patent. Now, uh, I tried to do the design patent myself. I think thought that'd be easy peasy. It must have got kicked back to me a half a dozen times. Your spacing is not right. You're not in the right fonts. You're not doing this, the this, that. And it's like, OMG. And I was pulling my hair out what little I have left. And it's like, all right, let me let me call. Let me call my this attorney who I met 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> and he goes, well, I mainly focus on trademarks. But he goes, 
in our firm, I have somebody in Ohio that does the patents. And I said, mm -hmm. all right, let's lock and load. So to fix my design patent, I forgot. It was like, he goes, you got 90, 95% of it done. All I need to do is because they're part of the good old boys club at the USPTO office. I guess this is how it works because I was getting kicked to the curb. Got that done. We did the, uh, was it provisional utility patent? Yeah. That took a year. Then finally, it's a full-blown patent. Uh, then I did three registered trademarks, one for the grass hole name, one for my character, or I call Angus McGrass. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like, well, I haven't developed them totally like the Geico lizard. Yeah. A Angus is the grass hole. He's Angus yeah. McGrass. So um, then uh, my other my other one was, don't be an arse hole. Install a grass hole. That is a red. That is a registered paid trademark too. Don't be an arse hole. Oh my god. A R S A R E S H O L E. Yep. And that is a registered trademark. And that's kind of like my model. So don't be an arse hole. Install a grass hole. Oh my god. That and, is and, you know, that is totally the title of this podcast. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I've you know I've re I spent lots of time researching and yeah. materials and so forth, and that's why I kind of wish my dad was still alive. Uh, he was obviously he was a chemical engineer dealing with platings and plastics. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could have helped me nine times ten over with this. I mean, you know, I incorporated a lot of things in the design patent. These preparations, yeah, you know over 1200 different configurations so if it's near your if your sprinklers near your driveway or sidewalk score it snap it off you mm. got you can make it a pizza and if you don't want to see this whole disc i mean you could just make it a little square which will still keep your sprinkler head from moving from side to side and protect against weed whackers and lawnmowers so it's sure. some thought went into this uh actually a lot of thought a lot of thought and um i'm actually developing a, a cover to put on it for you winter people so when the winter comes you got sprinklers you got the grass hole cover there you go that's only uh, that's an that's, extra that's an extra 1995 <laughs> no, probably, probably a lot cheaper than that I, I think i should be able to find maybe a lid company that i could make yeah. them that just maybe pad printed on then there'll be the angus golf where i'll have a, a, a thing where i could just put over the sprinkler around the top of the here yeah. And with little Angus's flags, and you go play nine holes around your yard. There you go. That's even better yet. Multifunctional, man. That, that'll probably be the fall in 2024. Yeah. The lids will be coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll have them showcased at the National Home and Garden Show up in Chicago. I think it's in June. Very cool. Very cool. But but the thing is, you got to keep at it. Um, and. and to get the funding, that's the key. Obviously, I probably have over, well over six figures in this, over a hundred thousand. Uh, but you know, it, it's worth its weight in gold. But you gotta, you gotta keep at it. You can't give up. Once you give up, it's like anything else. Why did you even start it then? Yeah. Always start what you finish. And, and I know you learned that from your parents, and and you just want to just do it. That's all. Yeah. But yeah, but the patent the patent office was the biggest thing, was the biggest hurdle. I kind of fell on my face. My wife was just like, what's going on? Well, they don't like the spacing. They don't like this. And it's like, 
then I then just spending the money to get the patent attorney. I mean, you're going to spend 400 bucks an hour with a patent attorney, but the more work you could do up front for them, the less you have to worry on the back end. Sure. 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 And and then even, even going through, I, I mean, I had the CAD two and CAD three drawings, um, but to make a prototype, if I sent those drawings to China, I would have came back with a product I would not have been happy with. Yeah, they would have been stackable, but not every mm-hmm. sprinkler head would have fit. And so you had a chain, we had to tweak the mold a little in order to make it work. So they were stackable, but I'm not going to fly, get on a plane to fly to China to deal with that. They no. would just build and, and the horror shows. And I'll just say, if you're going to manufacture, try to manufacture in the USA, someone who's close by, because you're, you may not be happy with the materials that they use. They may use a crappy uh, or regrind plastic in my case, and, and you're going to have, you're going to wind up having issues. Then, yeah. then when you even want your mold back, and I've already heard the horror shows directly from my manufacturer, people getting, wanting to get their molds back. They don't get back the molds that they paid for. They're getting back different molds. So I I don't understand the logic. Why, why would I want to support China in the first place? Right. Yeah. I mean, yes, you'll, you get what you pay for. Yeah. yeah, It'll be cheap to make. Mm -hmm. However, you're not going to be happy. You just spent a hundred thousand dollars or $50,000 on a mold. That's a piece of crap. And you get products that are substandard. And then now you're trying to force the people to buy them. Yeah. You're not going to do too well. It's quality, quality, quality. I believe I hate paying for the same real estate, real estate twice. Do it right. The first time. Yeah. You, you know, mm. you're going to, you're going to fall on your face. This is when you reach out to different organizations like uh, the manufacturers associations, go talk to different manufacturers as well. Go in person. If they're around your town, talk to other people, families, friends. Hey, I know somebody or he knows somebody and get all their advice. Then make your choice. If you have more choices, but you know, like, like I said, there's three sides to every coin, that thin part, that's where you find the truth. Yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah. Do it this way. Do it that way. And <laughs> and and I don't even want to get started with marking. That's that's another yeah, tangent I can uh, run off on. That's a that's a black hole conversation right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm an expert. I'm an expert in <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazon to set you up. And it's like, yeah. no, no, you're not. Give, yeah. Just give me back my money, please. That's that's right. That's right. But but yeah. So, I mean, kind of to close things out, I loved it. I love here. I'd love to know. If you could have invited anybody, dead or alive, doesn't matter, any point in time in history, who would have you loved to have had here today with us to have this conversation? And like I, I kind of conveyed earlier, I, I would love to have my dad back here. Yeah. I mean, he, he was just uh, a humble gentleman, golden gloves boxer, brought himself up uh, pretty much, went to the Navy at 17 to get out of. New York City. I mean, he grew up on Delancey Street. If everybody knows Delancey Street, Hell's Kitchen area. Yeah. I mean, to be there, to survive there, got out of there, went to the Navy at 17, World War II, boxed in the Navy a little, um, got out and actually went to University of Maryland after the war, boxed there. And uh, he finished up in Fordham and um, with a degree in chemical engineering. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, like I told you, he worked on 
top secret stuff, Apollo space missions. He had higher security clearances than even his bosses and his boss's bosses to <laughs> deal with. And, you know, they were they were happy to have him, but obviously they'd like to know the secrets too. You know, uh, he, he gave me the inspiration and he just said, you know, when I was thinking about my product on my Lanai one day, and I, I could just hear him saying, just do it like Nike, just do it. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, here I am. When I started in 2019, when I originally set up the corporation, but I didn't really go into production until 2020. Five months, five months from CAD drawings to prototypes to manufacturing on the shelf in five months with wow. with, with provisional patents. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about that accomplishment people are blown away it's like yeah i did a good job yeah thank yeah. you yes you did i would agree with that so <laughs> awesome well gosh what a great conversation and uh you know i, I appreciate you being on the show and no thank you uh, thank you i'm humble i'm uh, humble i'm humble to be in your presence sir yeah, it was a lot of fun um you know i have a i have quite a few of these and and uh Man, I these are the kind of conversations I really love because it's like it's 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 there's energy in it and it's fun and you know all that good stuff. But but uh yeah, just appreciate you being here, brother. And, uh, yeah, I have the energy yeah. of a 30 year old, but you know, some mornings <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm like an 80 year old. So uh you know, uh I'm I'm right now I'm moving from the B to C and I'm moving trying to go to the B to B. So I'm really uh, looking for I'm really looking for those distributors. I'm trying to work with some of the home shopping networks. Uh, cool. I actually sending some up to a distributor up in North Carolina. So that that's the big play. Uh, distributors, wholesalers, e-commerce people. You know, I, I got my website. I got Amazon. And like I said, uh, my store with Mike Lindell. I wish yeah. and I, I've been pushing Mike. You got to start stop with the slippers and the pillows start pushing the veteran the veteran owned products yeah, i said you, you know even on your website i go mike put a little thing veteran veteran owned veteran manufactured and yeah. this way people people will buy veteran owned stuff i mean it's yeah, it's it's quality not quantity yeah. and yeah. and you want to buy something that's going to last yeah where do, like speaking of that where where do people go to buy this thing uh, you could go to my website at www.grassholesystem.com. You could do Google the grasshole name, uh, as well as you go to Amazon or to my store. Also on my website, uh, there Amazon has launched a uh, uh, pilot program where you could actually click on the Amazon link for uh, the prime users of Amazon, oh, and it'll sure. take you right to buy. They just uh, so they discount my fees about 50%, which is great. Yeah, yeah, you bet. So, so plus plus. So, all my pro a lot of my proceeds go to support again 941 vets, SRQ vets, the veteran ranch, uh, healcorp.org, Sarasota BMX track, as well as the Joey Powers Leukemia Project. So, look great. forward to seeing you. Come follow me on LinkedIn, come, come there to my website, and remember. Don't be an arsehole. Install a grasshole. <laughs> Boom. You, 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 you couldn't even end it. You couldn't even end it any better than that, man. <laughs> For sure. So, hey, thanks for being here again, brother. It was a lot Carry of Carry on, Jason. Right. Thank you.
Cheers, brother. You be well. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.